Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Time. There's nothing more valuable. It's what drives everyone to make the most of every moment. We celebrate living large in the now. In a city where time disappears, we create experiences that electrify the soul and memories that will last forever. We go big, we go all night, and here, everyone is invited. So get loose and get loud. This is Circa. You'll have the time of your life. This is the Arash Markazi Show on the Mightier 1090 ESPN Radio. All right, Team Huddle to start the show, okay? We're geared up. We're ready to go. We need to do this. I can't even, we can't exchange pleasantries. It's very serious business on the Friday before Halloween. This is, you know what? We'll consider it. We'll do it. All right. It's the spooky edition of the Sporting Tribune today. Adrian Hernandez, so glad to be with you. But the reason we need to team huddle is we just need to go over some things. And we need to be very specific. Super, super, super duper specific on what's going on here. Because I'm just thankful for you. For everyone tuned in, watching, or listening, whatever preference. We're thankful for that. But also, for me to be able to do today's show, because here's the thing. Earlier this week, the Las Vegas Aces had their championship parade. And let's just say your boy was there in a professional manner, but was enjoying himself at times in an unprofessional way, an off-the-clock way. And I'm lucky that I regained my voice and we have it back and we can do this, okay? Speaking of which, the Las Vegas Aces championship parade. Coming up on the show, in our second segment, we are going to... Play you. Well, it's not even play you. How do I explain this? We did the show from the Las Vegas Aces Parade in Toshiba Plaza, which for those not here in Sin City and have never been, right outside of T-Mobile Arena where the Golden Knights play, where the upcoming Pac-12, well, it's not the Pac-12 tournament, but a the Naismith Basketball Hall of Fame tournament, which will have LSU, the women's team, LSU, Angel Reese, and them, the defending national champs, will be in the building. USC on the men's side, it'll have both men's and women's um, universities and schools coming in. USC will be playing there, too, as well. Bronny James will be in the building. Will he play? I don't believe we know that answer. Um, but Toshiba Plaza, right outside of T-Mobile Arena, right? And we broadcasted from there. And what ended up happening is a mixture of a lot of things. Um, we were able... To capture the moment, the enjoyment, the happiness, the vibe, we'll say. And we were able to get that on camera. Doesn't work too well on the radio when you can't see it, I'll admit. But not only that, we talked to some fans. Uh, somehow we ran into some fans from New York <laughs> that were legitimate Liberty fans. Which left me puzzled because y'all don't get to celebrate a parade. But they wanted to see what the turnip was here in Las Vegas. And to be quite frank, what makes this city so damn well and so damn cool, I should say, rather, is that I don't blame them. So they had to pull up. We, we talked to them. We talked to a whole bunch of Aces fans. And then I was like, all right, well, let's try to let's try to get, you know, some insight and some expert analysis and talk about some of the things that happened 
and I was lucky enough that someone who showed up to the parade, some of the media members, well, speaking of analysis and basketball, one of the best in the business, his name's Nikias Duncan, host of the Dunker Spot podcast, which is now under the umbrella and in union, in tandem with J.J. Reddick and everything J.J. Reddick does on his own, not just ESPN, but if you haven't checked out J.J. Reddick's podcast, you've been sleeping under a rock because that thing is fantastic. And of course, J.J. knows ball. So J.J. reached out to Nikias and Steve Jones, who lives outside of Vegas, I believe, a UNLV rebel. So not only are there close city ties to those listening here in Las Vegas, but honestly, it's one of the best podcasts for basketball, men's, women's, period. So Nikias Duncan joined us. And I don't want to spoil the entire thing, but, you know, fans tried to interrupt like we were on the news doing something and chaos happened and great basketball analysis happened. So all of that mixed into one. That's coming up. That's how we're closing up the show, okay? Then, here in a few minutes, we'll be checking in with WWE's own Shotzi, who is in the middle of... A big thing going on with NXT. NXT has been in, been on fire rather for the past couple months. The legendary Shawn Michaels Heartbreak Kid, the Heartbreak Kid, has been doing a great job running that ship. And because it is a spooky season, they're in the middle of Halloween Havoc. It was a two-week event. First week was this past Tuesday. They're closing it out this upcoming Tuesday on USA Network. So we talked to Shotzi about that. Uh, we talked to her about Disneyland because you know that's very important to me. <laughs> and she's also doing this crazy show that they're putting on YouTube where she's visiting the scariest places in the world and bringing WWE wrestlers with her. It's really fantastic stuff. She's on her way. She'll be here in minutes. So we'll check in with Shotzi coming up. But... Before we get into a lot of things and a lot of chaos, uh, USC fans, uh, sorry, should have been expected though. It should have been expected. Y'all lost to Tulane in a bowl game, man. Y'all can't stop nothing. And this is shocking to you guys. You guys struggled against Arizona State. You struggled against another team you barely beat that I can't remember right now. Like that defense ain't right. Tank for Caleb. Still tank for Caleb. He's still going to go number one. I don't want to be dramatic. I don't think he's going to win the Heisman. You know what I mean? He, he, hey, hey, the opportunity to for him specifically to win the Heisman is still there. And he's probably still the front runner. But more importantly, like Lincoln Riley... Just, what are we, defense, defense doesn't matter. Uh, Questioning the media, getting upset, trying to ban media members. This week saying we never had championship expectations. Well, yes, you did. This is what you were saying all throughout, before the season started, all offseason, all throughout the offseason. And now there's no champion. Like, it's just, it's a bit puzzling. Kind of seems like Lincoln Riley needs to grow up, to be perfectly honest with you. It's your head coach, head of the program. You want to bring that prestige back. We need some accountability, some transparency, for being completely honest with that. But there, there's a there's a lot to get into with that. And they still have some big games on the schedule. And, you know, 
I hope they don't turn out the same way that Notre Dame game did. And I'll, I'll leave it at that for the moment. And I want to stick on college football really quick because this whole Michigan story, I thought was nothing. I thought it was just like silly nonsense and somebody was just, you know, people who post too much stuff on social media. Like for those that don't know, when you are a media member going to events and they give you like a credential, you're not supposed to take a picture of that credential and post it on social media or when you take pictures with people and the credentials like showing all the way through like you're supposed to hide it or not have it on you during photos and stuff like those are the rules and regulations and sometimes people get excited and want to show off and they post too much information and that's when you get in trouble and it doesn't just happen with that just like we, we all know everyone we all have that one person that posts too much on social media so that's what i thought but then we get the, some of the videos, specifically the Ohio State-Michigan game from last year, and some of these details, and then the Venmos lining up with the game, and then buying tickets on both sides. And like, look, Michigan is far from the only school that does this. Everybody does it. Everybody does it. Especially when we're talking about primetime, mega important, top-of-the-line college football. Okay, if they do it in high school and middle school in some states, they're surely doing it at the highest tiers of college football. But I need to remind you, as an Ohio State Buckeye, my head coach, Jim Trestle, was fired because he lied about some of his players getting free tattoos. So you mean to tell me that Jim Harbaugh, someone who already got suspended, someone who said he wanted to leave last year for the record, and is now lying about this? We're lying about this? Because let me be clear, with everything we know now, and we're not going to get into the huge report, we can, but we're not doing it now. With everything on that huge report, you're telling me no one in that organization knew, and this guy was this super fan turned employee was doing this rogue? He was doing this rogue. He bought all them tickets and no one helped him supply. I don't believe that. I don't believe that. Case in point, the only reason I think he got hired was because he was willing to travel and do all this stuff. Not because of his football acumen. He's not mega fan turned genius coach or coaching staff member, whatever you want to put it. And he's doing all of that. And everyone else does the same thing. Let's be clear. Everyone else does the same thing. But guess what? If I hit you and we're in school and then you hit me, but the teacher turns around and sees that you hit him, that you you hit me and she didn't see me hit you and you get caught. Sometimes you get cheated in life. Things aren't always fair. So not everyone's going to get in trouble with this. And now everyone's going to laugh at you and point fingers. And worst case, worst thing is, is that the success that you've had, which really hasn't been none. Let's be honest, Michigan. You beat Ohio State twice in the past 20 years. And then you went on to the college football playoff and haven't done a damn thing. But to even hang your hat on making the college football playoff. Well, you're going to get Houston Astros. You were cheating. And everyone else is doing it, but you're the ones that got caught. And that's how the cookie crumbles. So, Michigan, I don't know how long this is going to take to get settled and investigated. Remember, Kansas and Bill Self, that took six years in the NCA. literally had the FBI involved. The FBI was involved in this case. 
So that took six years to figure out. I don't know how long this is going to take. But what I do know is that before Jim Harbaugh goes to Chicago and becomes the Bears' new head coach, you guys better win a national championship and get something out of this experience. Because if all you guys did to return the prominence and legitimate expectations of those that USC wants, which is making the college football playoff and being a contender, you better do it this year where you're blowing everyone out. You better get something. Because if all you guys do is get to that game versus Ohio State and they're the number two team in the country and you lose to them, that's a failure. If you beat Ohio State, go to the college football playoff, make the national championship, but lose, still a failure. Because the collapse is all is right around the corner. Excuse me. The collapse is right there. The results of this investigation of this fiasco are all right there. Crazy. Sucks, bro. I would hate to be y'all. Y'all got caught with your hand in the cookie jar when everyone else was quick enough to take their hand out. Because everyone does this. It's not the biggest thing in the world. But you know what else isn't the biggest thing in the world? Free play, free, free tattoos given to players. And you know what happened to the coach that lied about that and said, oh, no, nah, man, it wasn't for free, blah, 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 blah. They fired his ass. So you're telling me all this, that this whole team, this whole scheme, this plot by the coaching staff and those around the team and the program? Yeah, bro, it's a wrap with y'all, Michigan. RIP, I hope those two wins for Ohio State were worth it. I really do. You know what's worth listening to? This show, especially when we have WWE superstars checking in. So without further ado, I ran late clowning Michigan. I'm sorry. Let's bring in Shotzi. This is the Sporting Tribune today. I'm Adrian Hernandez. Hey, it's the Sporting Tribune today, and here's the deal. All right, listen, I realize that Halloween is a week away. But scratch that. Halloween starts tonight on the USA Network because Halloween Havoc is happening on NXT. Not only tonight, but next week as well. Plus... Our guest who's joining us is hosting a creepy show that I've only been able to watch a couple minutes of called Chamber of Horrors. It's on YouTube. Shotzi, happy Halloween, love. How are you? Happy Halloween. I'm doing great. How you doing? No, I'm doing good. And like before we get into the spooky stuff, and I told you before the interview, like we're going to be talking wrestling. But first, we got serious things to get into. And like I try to be the best journalist I can, which means I went on your Twitter. And first off, shout out to you because you don't tweet a lot, which thank you. I need I to get at that level. No, I need to get there. Like I'm, I'm very happy. You're unlike Grayson Waller, who's always tweeting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't even have the the app on my phone, honestly. <laughs> Bless your heart. But here's the thing. I searched through it and you talked about going to Disneyland and you even brought up Rogue Drop, which is a Disney dad like that got me excited. It's like using wrestling terms. I was like, she knows about Rogue Drop, blah, 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 blah. So first and foremost, when you walk into Disneyland, what's the first thing that you're doing and the first ride that you try to go on? Oh, I mean, if I'm going for rides, it's it's Indiana Jones. Like, especially that long at Disney. Ass walk. You're making that long ass walk. Yes, absolutely. Because I want to be the first on it. That's my favorite ride at Disneyland. And I live in Florida now. I grew up in California. So like anytime I'm at Disneyland, it's going to be a rope drop day. <laughs> no, I respect it. The thing about that ride, though, is very janky on the turns and it hurts my thighs. I'm not going to lie. But um, let's get into Halloween real quick. Um, All time, your favorite Halloween costume that you've ever done. Oh, oh, my goodness. Uh, 
That's a hard one. I was Greta Gremlin once, and that's probably my favorite. And maybe inspired the green hair because um, <laughs> I did work? that and like never went back. <laughs> that's awesome. Okay, and then other thing too with Halloween, I need your worst and best candy. Um, my worst candy is candy corn, and my best candy is candy corn. <laughs> Wait a minute, what, what, what's going on here? What is that? I say that only because everyone hates candy corn and I love it. Um, so it's on the best and worst list. <laughs> okay, I feel you. I'm team candy corn as well. And then I know we're early on here in this conversation, but this is the part where you get to judge me because I'm going to be fully transparent with you, okay? First and foremost, in my 30 years of life, I don't think I've watched a horror movie before. Um, last month I was at Universal Studios and I purposely refused to go to Halloween Horror Nights. <gasps> Do you judge me as a person for this? <laughs> yes, absolutely. You need more horror in your life. And Halloween Horror Nights is just spectacular. Even if you're not a horror fan, like the, the amount of detail that they put in these houses is insane. And you're missing out, bud. Well, listen, the closest I've gotten is watching Chamber of Horrors. And I was fascinated when I saw the announcement. And then, like I told you, I haven't watched the full thing, but that's just a personal thing. Not that it wasn't good because it was great because you're going like you're sleeping in prisons. Uh, you went somewhere at, in Kentucky with a stairway to hell that gave a warning like, hey, man, if you die here, bro, legally, that's on you. Can you talk me through the experience of getting to do this? Because it seems freaking awesome. Yeah, well, this is kind of just something that I was doing even before we started airing it on YouTube. Um, you know, we travel the world being with WWE and um, I've taken advantage of that by seeing the most haunted places in America. And now I get to share that with everybody. She's on Yelp searching scariest parts of whatever city we're in the town of. <laughs> yes, or, or, I, or I go on TikTok and I plug that in. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. And I guess now we'll, we'll talk about some wrestling. I know that you're hosting Halloween Havoc um, with NXT and NXT is on a hell of a run. Speaking of which, two weeks ago, you were a part of what I'm calling personally NXT WrestleMania. Um, oh, yeah. It was crazy. The perfect blend of legends and the future mixed together. Can you just talk to me? about the energy being around there, not only from the fans that were waiting before the on Monday night to get there for Tuesday, but just backstage and just the whole energy around that event. Oh, yeah. I mean, there was definitely a special day. Like, um, me and my fiance were even talking about it. I actually didn't find out that I was on that show until like 3 p.m. And then I got really excited. I was like, this is way last minute, but I'm gonna let that slide because this is a huge show and I definitely want to be a part of it. <laughs> and, and you're in Florida, care. right? So there was not... Yeah. Okay. No, no, no. Like I was, you know, I was already like 20 minutes away. So it was like, all right. But I was dressed as Pinhead because I was doing a photo shoot as Pinhead and when they called me up and I was like, I showed up to the PC with like pins in my face and just looking crazy when they were just like, and, and no one even bad an eye. They were just like, oh yeah, this is what Shotzi does. It's your vibe. You know what I'm saying? So it's a safe place, but I did cut you off because you brought up Undertaker. Please finish that thought. Oh uh, yeah. I mean, like I was hearing the gongs. I didn't know for sure if he was going to be there, but I was like, oh my God, is Undertaker going to be there? Is Undertaker going to be there? And then I saw the rehearsals with um, 
American badass. And I was like, oh my God, this is awesome. I was nerding out. So that was definitely a great day. <laughs> no, that's amazing. And I also love the fact that like you're hearing the gongs and it's just like, if you're at a WWE event in October, that's just how it works. It just goes out like sporadically every five minutes. And it's not that he's there. It's just WWE getting into the Halloween spirit. Um, exactly. And with Halloween Havoc, like the thing that I think is super dope is looking at the card, even for just tonight. You got five women's matches on the card throughout the night. Like, listen, man, Shawn Michaels has been doing amazing. NXT is on fire. But like you as a fan of this business, like how does that make you how does that make you feel? And which match are you most intrigued about? Yeah, I mean, being a fan of this business, being a fan of women, this is super cool. Like, oh man, you know, women's wrestling has just come such a long way in such a short amount of time. And it's good to see. And like, not only are these women having really awesome matches on this really special episode of NXT. Like they're having, you know, like devil's playground matches, stipulation matches. And like, it's, it's epic. And it's so good to see, like, this is definitely the women's show tonight. Now the, the, the women get to play with the toys too. Is there one match that you're intrigued at the most though, when looking at this card? Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, I, Oh man, they're all so good. Honestly, I it's five. So, yeah, I, I'm I'm a huge fan of Gigi Dolan and Blair Davenport, and I think they're just I don't know what to expect in this lights out match. We'll be right back with the Arash Markazi Show on the Mightier 1090 ESPN Radio. There's nothing more valuable. It's what drives everyone to make the most of every moment. We celebrate living large in the now. In a city where time disappears, we create experiences that electrify the soul and memories that will last forever. We go big, we go all night, and here, everyone is invited. So get loose and get loud. This is Circa. You'll have the time of your life. This is the Arash Markazi Show on the Mightier 1090 ESPN Radio. Hey, yo, it's the Sporting Tribune today with Adrian Hernandez as always. And I haven't even said it all show. What's the matter with me? Let's get to it then. Social media, follow us at the Sporting Trib. TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, X, whatever you want to call it, at the Sporting Trib. And hey, man, do me a favor. Follow me too. At Adrian Radio 93 on Twitter, Heavyweight Radio on Instagram and TikTok. And just go ahead and search Adrian Hernandez on YouTube and hit that subscribe. Do that for the Sporting Tribune as well. Again, at the Sporting Trib. Uh, we were in the middle of an interview with Shotzi from the WWE. We need to finish that. So we should do that right now. I'm sure like that's going to be insanity. I'm probably most excited for that. But also like, of course, Becky Lynch and Lyra, Lyra Valkyrie, like they're both freaking awesome. So that's going to be super cool. And then Roxanne's my girl. And I don't even know what a devil's playground match is, but I'm excited to see. So, uh, yeah, I uh, all across the board. I'm excited. And like even to piggyback off of that, like, how does it feel to see you know, the hype and the conversation, NXT SmackDown Raw is the new signee to the company, Jade Cargo, 
And like, how does it feel to see that? Because this is forget women, forget men, like the amount of hype and the news and the coverage and rightfully so like it's been massive and it's something we haven't seen before. Like, have you had a conversation with her yet? And what do you think of just the hype and everything? Yeah, I met her when she was at SmackDown a couple weeks ago and like I saw her walking down the hall and I was just like, wow, she is a superhero. Like she is in real life. She's just she's even more magnificent in person, you know, so I am so honored to have her in our locker room. Like, yes, this roster is cooking. So welcome, Jade Cargill. I hope you come to SmackDown you know don't go to raw come to smackdown come to smackdown all right we got <laughs> we got two more questions before you before we get you out of here because you got a busy day today again oh, yeah. nxt tonight usa network 8 p.m eastern 5 p.m for all of us here on the west coast um halloween havoc two weeks by the way today oh yeah and tomorrow halloween starts today um with halloween most overrated and your favorite part of halloween so I got I, the- I need both. I need the most overrated thing and your favorite part about Halloween. The most overrated thing of Halloween? Nothing. Halloween is fantastic. Are you kidding? Every single bit of it. How about the costumes you- being a little bit overpriced this month? Just a little bit overpriced. Oh, yeah. I mean, I have been going to Spirit <laughs> a lot and um, Spirit has been taking my money. But you got to get that 20% off discount code that is on the site. Never pay full price for anything at Spirit. Never. Well, well played. By the way, NXT gear on sale too. By the way, Greg, that one's for you. By the way, 25% off WBShop.com. Um, hey, okay. and I got a new shirt on, on the site. So, hello, let me get a plug on my new Halloween shirt. It's super dope. There it is. Link in the description. You already know the deal. Okay, final question. Shotzi, first off, thank you so much for the time. For people that are going to be tuning in tonight and next week, what do you have cooking up? What should they expect? For tonight? Don't give us too much, but just a little appetizer. I mean, you know that I'm a horror fan and I always do multiple costume changes every Halloween Havoc. And this year, I'm definitely topping myself. You are going to see the most detail in all of this tonight Ooh, okay <laughs> wait she's got it she's got work to do ladies and gentlemen Shotzi, oh, yes, I do. thank you so much for the time thank you yo much love to Shotzi. much love to the wwe for making it happen of course again one more time halloween havoc this upcoming tuesday usa network 8 p.m start for those of you watching on the East Coast, because everyone listening is on the West Coast, which means we get to watch it at 5 p.m. USA Network, NXT, they're doing great stuff. Uh, you can catch that video visually as well on YouTube. Be sure to follow us at The Sporting Trib or this weekend on the Believe Sports Network and wherever they stream, FUBU Sports, Glue TV, whole bunch of other places. Um, And yeah, I am... Uh, Trying to take a deep breath, trying to compose myself, because now the show goes into chaos. Ladies and gentlemen, for the first time ever, we took the show on the road and in the streets. Literally, location Toshiba Plaza, the event, the Las Vegas Aces Championship Parade. We were in the streets talking to fans, some expert analysis for media members that were there as well. And, you know... 
the parade and speech and there's a two chains concert there was a lot going on with this parade you know what i'm saying it's vegas it's not going to be a traditional you know championship parade like other cities do it but before we get to that actually wait a second hold on because in life you need to celebrate victories no matter how big or small because the world knows the internet is going to celebrate any type of l that you take August 14th, on this very program, which on Fridays is the Sporting Tribune today on the Arash Markazi Show, but Monday through Thursday is the Arash Markazi Show. As a co-host on August 14th, 2023, me, Arash, Brandon Deutsch, Steve Karp, the Nevada Sports Writer Hall of Fame legend, we're doing the show and a Liberty Aces argument got brought up, which then went into Sabrina Inescu and her infatuation or connection with Kobe that the media and NBA 2K try to act like they were best friends and then known each other since they were both born. It's like a really weird thing, um, but they're trying to put that connection and NBA 2K put Sabrina on the cover. Still gets me upset to this day. If you can't tell by the tone of my voice, but there was a there was a discussion and I said some things. And this is not a a freezing take. No, no, no. This isn't a cold take. No, 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 no. It's been two months since it's happened. Two and a half months to be accurate. It is so hot. It's like bringing out a fajita at a Mexican joint where the waiter has to wear the glove. And not only is it that, it was 100% accurate. So ladies and gentlemen, let's roll the tape. I said what I said and I meant that. I meant all of that. That was passion. That was love for the game, love for the sport, and just love for my analysis, because I try to be as correct as possible, you know what I mean? I have a lot of moments on this show where I'm a jackass, but sometimes I like to get serious, and in that moment I was, because that's what I truly believed, and look where we are now. Couple days removed from the parade, and the Las Vegas Aces have gone back-to-back WNBA champions. So, now, we can bring you our full presentation from Toshiba Plaza and the Las Vegas Strip from the Las Vegas Aces Championship Parade. Oh boy. Buckle up and let's have some fun on the Sporting Tribune today. Everyone is aware of what everyone else is saying. And for the Liberty, that might be a problem Tuesday. I cannot wait to be there. It's always good to see New York get humbled, in my opinion. That was for you, Steve. No, no, because look, Sabrina Ionescu had the game of her life. It was like the second time that she scored over 22 points professionally. I don't care about the amazing three-point contest that she had. She's still the least deserving athlete in the history of professional sports to ever get a cover of a video game. It is ridiculous that she's on the cover of the new 2K. And everyone on the Aces, there are four players on that team, not even taking into account Candace Parker, that should have been on that cover. Chelsea Gray, Jackie Yost, Asia Wilson, Chelsea Plum, and they take that personally. Becky is a Hall of Famer. She's got her coat, and they're ready to go. And we're going to see what's going to happen on Tuesday, and we're going to see what's going to happen on Thursday. And my basketball opinion and my expertise 
The Aces are a better team than the Liberty. And we'll see how this really plays out in the finals when they really matter. But Adrian, Sabrina is on the cover because she was close with Kobe Bryant. And he's on the cover of 2K24. Look at my face. That is why. That's exactly why. Not because she's the best in the league. You're supposed to put the best player in the league or a premier player in no, the they league think it'll draw on the cover across. of one of your most important products that people buy, which is the video game of the league. Sabrina Ionescu has been in the WNBA for over five years. She was an all-star once. That is ridiculous that she got the cover of a video game. The only other person is oh, Kaden Hillis. When Kaden Hillis was voted by fans on the only time they did a fan vote and they put a brown on the cover. There's no one else comparable <laughs> that has the lack of accolades that a one-time all-star getting a cover of a video game. Meanwhile, Asia Wilson was a finals MVP, the MVP, won a championship, has a statue, won in college, won in high school. What are we doing here, bro? Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Sporting Tribune today. Adrian Hernandez, I'm not at the station. I'm not in the office. We are in the streets of Las Vegas for the Las Vegas Aces Championship Parade. The team went back to back. It's a party in Sin City. And what have I been saying since this show started? For seven straight weeks, I said Las Vegas is the sports capital of the world. And here on the Sporting Tribune today, we're gonna show you what a championship parade looks like Vegas style. All right, first and foremost, we're at the parade. How many Woo! shots are we in right now? I'm three shots in right now. I'm two shots in. I'm 10 shots in. How many shots are you in right now? Where are we at? I forgot count, but it's 11 shots in. <laughs> Let's go, AC! AC! Back to back, you know what I'm talking about? Hey, we a dynasty. Dynasty in the making, baby, 2024. You already know, man. Don't get it twisted. Don't, three P, baby. Hey, three P. Aces, three P. Are they gonna get the three P? Yes, they are. Oh, I got a song. I got a song for Aces. Okay, here it is. You wrote a song for Asia. I wrote a, I wrote a song for Asia. It's called Aces, Aces. You are the greatest. Back to back champs. Oh, I thought you know. We're gonna do the same. Sh 2024. Hey! Let them know that. For Halloween, what are you gonna be? Kelsey Club. I mean, it's too easy, why not? It's too easy. Sir, where are you from? New York. What borough? The Bronx. Okay, sir, no disrespect. I'm feeling a lot of pain right now. No disrespect. Thank y'all for hip hop, okay? First and foremost, thank you for hip hop. 50 years, 50 years. Yes, absolutely. It's been about 50 years since the basketball team in New York has won the title as well. Absolutely. But two more. The Liberty and New York fans. Yeah. Kind of salty. They were talking trash, of right? Of course. And then they lost. Yeah. But then they lost, and now they're even a little bit more upset. Right. So if y'all have a message to New York, what would it be? Uh, Stay salty, bitches! <laughs> Do you have a message to their fans? Night, night, night! You got whooped! Let's go, Aces! Yo, it's the Sporting Tribune today. I'm losing my voice. These fans are crazy. It's lit. We're minutes away from the parade starting. And look who's here. One of the smartest and the best basketball writers in the world covers the WNBA for WNBA D. 
covers the NBA for WNBA.com and also the dunker spot, Nakias Duncan. It's your first time on the show. First off, congratulations and welcome to Vegas. How does the excitement feel? Oh man, it feels good out here, man. Music's starting to get a little bit louder, waiting on the buses to come in right now. But it's been fun. It's been fun. Glad I'm in the house for it. And it's also starting to smell a little good, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> Let's get to the Aces right now. In your opinion, game two, Aces dominated home. Up until the final game of the season, it has been blowouts on both sides. But is it fair to say, in the two years that Becky Hammond has been the head coach, that game two was the Aces at their apex? Yeah, I think that was the best game that they ever played. Like, I think you got to see them play out of their defense the way that they talk about constantly in pregame and postgame pressers. You got to see them turn New York over. And even after this force and misses, being able to blitz them in transition like that, then offensively, high assist count. But just the way that they moved, the ball moved, body moves, the shooting was insane. I think all five Aces starters hit a three in the first quarter. It, it was some of the best basketball I've ever seen. And by the way, Nikaias is giving you expert basketball analysis while Missy Elliott's playing with chaos, okay? Okay, my next, my next question. Game four, not to be cliche against all odds, and the most, like, the circumstances were nuts. What did Becky do to, to just pull off the impossible is what it seems like? I think any of the scheme stuff starts really with that second quarter when they went to multiple types of zones. They mixed up their pick and roll coverages. The, the Liberty could never find a way, they could never find a rhythm offensively. But beyond that, it's the players. Like Asia just lost her mind in the second half of that game. Crucial buckets from Jackie Young, crucial defense from Kelsey Plum, and that was Sidney Colson off the bench, plus 17 in 14 minutes. It, it was a whole lot of fun. I think we just and, and real quick, just to show y'all that we're doing this live, I need my cameraman, Owen, please just turn the camera around, grab the tripod, and just flip it over. I'm telling y'all. It's party time. Hey, it's the West Coast, right? It's kind of like we're in a live stream right now because we're not stopped recording. <laughs> so Becky was masterful to watch Asia go up against not only just Breonna Stewart or John Quell Jones. And the thing that worried me this whole season was like, these teams were very equal, right? But the Liberty were bigger. Lowriders are in the building. Rest in peace to Tupac. Um, like, talk to me about how Asia Wilson found another level to get to. It just really, oh, there we go. Like I said, it's party time. But no, like, she's been one of the best shot makers. <laughs> she's been one of the best shot makers in the league for a while now. And this was a career a career year in terms of her mid-range shooting. And you saw very early on the drives against John Quell Jones, the tough mid-range buckets, particularly in the second half of that game. She just got to her spots. And this is something that she talked to me and my guy Mark Schindler at WNBA.com about recently, about wanting to refine her mid-range game a couple of years ago and making that a real emphasis for her. Uh, she noted Kevin Durant, Michael Jordan, Kobe, noted how they got to their spots and it didn't matter what defenses did. That's the level that she wanted to get to. And as cliche as it sounds, we saw all of that in that game four. So Sporting Tribune today, what you're watching on the screen is the entrance, the Las Vegas Aces Parade has officially kicked off. We've never done this before. I kind of like the energy. And Nikias, my last question for you is something that you tweeted out in the middle of the season. You quote tweeted it a few days ago after they win the championship. When it comes to the construction of this Aces team, when it comes to the construction of this Aces team, what do they have available as an option to be able to do if they want to? If they want to. 
Say that one more time. If they want to, they got a max slot. They can go superstar hunting if they want to. Now, I don't think they do that. I think they're going to try to replenish the bench, get some younger role players in. But if they they will literally have the money available to see what John Quell Jones is talking about, what Elena Deladon is talking about, Neko Gumake, those are the names that are out there. So that option exists. That doesn't mean it's going to happen. Again, I don't think they go that route. I think they try to go more balanced route. But they can do it, and that's scary. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Nakaya said... They can go contract Supermax hunting. Now that this parade is going on, I just, I want to keep this going. I don't know if you got anywhere to be. I'm, I'm at where I need to be. Um, what do you think of this? Because this is very early. This is the start of the parade. I need your instant reaction. Oh, dude, this is fire. And like, if this is what it sounds like now, if this is the... <laughs> The, the, the 5 p.m. start on a Monday, by the way, Monday afternoon, they just announced it a few days ago. People are trying to get off of work to get here. Yeah. And the people that are here are dedicated. And this sounds like what? Oh, it's wild. It is wild. And if it sounds like this now, when the bus with the players get here, it's going to be insane. This was just the entrance for the mascot. Oh, and do me a favor. Turn the turn the camera back around real quick. Um, One thing I do want to ask you, um, in my opinion... I think that what has occurred in this finals has been huge for a lot of reasons. One of the things that I like the most is we now have storylines because there's trash talk between these teams. Mm -hmm. And all this year, the super team, the phrasing, both teams were like, y'all need to relax. And I understand that from their point of view. Mm -hmm. But to me, that's what it was. It was two super teams. And now there's even more of a rivalry than before. In terms of storytelling, which is really what gets eyeballs on things, mm -hmm. Is this good for the league to trash talk back and forth or is it a little childish in your estimation? Oh, oh no, it, it's good for the league. It is good for the league just to have, not just, you know, we can just escape the super team thing for right now. Asia Wilson and Breonna Stewart are the two best players in basketball. Period. Them facing off is enough to set all kinds of stories. Once you add everyone else, Kelsey Plum, Chucky Young, Chelsea Gray, Sabrina Ionescu, Courtney Vanderstoop, Benajah Laney, John Quill. Once you add all of that, it becomes even more special. And the fact that they're barbing back and forth and these teams are both set up to be back in the finals next year, barring injury, it, it, we're building something here. We're building something here. And as we saw throughout the regular season, ESPN tweeting out the graphics about how viewership is up. We saw it in the finals, most March finals in 20 years. It's only going to go up from here. Ladies and gentlemen, the voice you've been hearing throughout this and seeing partially, Nikias Duncan. Be sure to check out the Dunker Spot. Seriously, thank you for joining us. Thanks for having me, man. West side, West side, this is the Arash Markazi Show on the Mightier 1090 ESPN Radio. Hustle for the cash, so it's hard to knock it. Everybody got their own thing. Currency chasing worldwide through the hard times, worrying faces. Shed tears as we bury brothers close to heart. What was a friend now a ghost in the dark? Hard part about it, brother got smoked by a fiend. Trying to floss on him, blind to a broken man's dream. A hard lesson, court cases keep him guessing. Plea bargain ain't an option now, so I'm stressing. Cost me more to be free than a life in the pen. Making money off of cuss words, writing again. Learn how to take a head, so I fight with my pen. Late night down sunset, like in the sin. What's the worst they could do to a player? Got me lost in hell. To live and die in that lake on bail, my people say. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five star rating on your preferred platform. 
Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.